Hey, Smelly Bellies, welcome to another edition of the Smelly Cast Podcast. This episode, is episode 14. 14, that's a lot. We're in our teenage years. Oh, or 14. Episodes. So many boners. <laughs> Such a good year for me. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a crude joke, I apologize. Yeah, right from the get-go. No warning, <laughs> like first 30 seconds, boner joke. <laughs> it was appropriate, it was appropriate. No. But yeah. I'm excited to do this. We got yeah. some really exciting. I'm excited for one thing in particular, so I think we should get started. Okay. just itching to to get started here now so phil what what are we, what is this oh hi <laughs> we have a special guest? Have a guest who's our guest let's talk to, to to phil who's that hi peyton wow well thanks for just throwing the whole episode off we're so unprofessional now i don't care people will love it hi pay say hi right there in the microphone hi well are you gonna go watch your show? But but Bo died and plug it in. The iPad died. No, I I can't. Like, I just I just I just. Okay, you go watch your show, okay? Okay. Okay. Well, you can tell me about it after I'm done. I love you. I'll see you later. <laughs> Have a good night. Yeah, special guest. Peyton Hall. Ugh, she's the worst. <laughs> All right. So talk, thing, talk to us, Phil. The thing that we're excited most about right now, um, I received a package from my dear friend Michael Hall this week that contained three frosty beverages. They weren't frosty at the time, but three beverages that I've been looking forward to. One of these he told me about uh, about three weeks ago, and one of the things that I love most in this life is a good Dr. Pepper. Or a doctor-style soda. Yes. And Michael sent me a package with two doctor-style sodas and another mystery soda, which we will be reviewing. But this one that we have right now, I am the most excited about. What is it, Mike? This is called the Mac Fuddy. Oh. The distinctively strong pepper elixir mm. infused with luck. Every 12 ounce gives you 24 hours of favorable outcomes. It's so great. Yes, it is. Truly. So great. It cures timidness and satisfies the daring. Huh. So. You know me, I'm super timid, so this is So yeah, we, we love the Dr. Better. We love the Dr. Pepper. Yeah. We even, even like the Mr. Pib. Yeah, I, I, I'm a Pibber. I'll drink a Pib. I won't, but I like it. If it's, it's, what, okay. if it's what we have, I will, so I will drink it. I've been waiting for about a month to, get, to crack this open with you, Phil. That's crazy. I really have, and it's been so hard. That's crazy. So I'm ready to do it. Here we go. Okay. Is it a twist off? It's a twisty. Oh, let's get a smell. Hold on. I'm right from the crack mine. Let me pop mine open. Ooh. Ooh, frosty. Ooh, tantalizes the nostrils. It's a formidable stench. I would say it's similar to a Dr. Pepper. It's sweeter. It smells sweeter. Yeah. 
let's pour it into a glass. I've got I've got some ice here. Let's get a little audio. See, and I, I'm all about drinking it straight from the bottle like God intended. Wow. That's fine. I smell a lot of cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you I sip? Inhaled, I inhaled some uh, some fizz. I haven't it's, sipped yet. It's almost it's almost got a cough syrupy smell. <laughs> kind of does. I'm scared. All right, let's let's try this. Okay. Fuddy. One, two, three. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Uh, it's kind of syrupy. It's not. I wouldn't say it's like heavily carbonated either. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely carbonated. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like, like crazy carbonated. Wow, that is good though. Uh, I don't think it beats like a Dr. Better for me. Neither. I don't think it beats a Dr. Pepper either. Neither. It's good. It is good, and I will enjoy drinking it tonight. Whoa, I'm getting a little more of the pepper. Yeah, the more you drink, I actually. The more you drink, the stronger it gets. In my nose. Wow. Well, I actually. Wow, I like that after that after effect. I guess after taste, it's definitely an aftertaste, and it's definitely kind of peppery. Surprising, and I've hmm. never actually been able to pick the pepper out of Dr. Pepper, but I would say that this has some pepper in it. I don't know. It's really good though, and uh, I would say it's definitely worth a trial. And uh, and it's yeah. good. Sorry, the the extra little guest star is now gone, <laughs> thanks to mother. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I don't think for me one of the reasons that I like a Dr Pepper is the bite that comes with it. Really? Yeah. That's like why the, you don't. I do like a Dr Pepper is because of the carbonation burn. Yes. Yes. I, I like that. So this doesn't have that. Whereas with a no. Dr. Better, I'm a fan of how smooth it is and how much palatable flavor there is. It's got a nice body. But yeah. this, it's kind of halfway. It's no, halfway in both. I wouldn't say, like, I, I didn't get much of a head when I was pouring it. And uh, I wish that it had a little more of that. But, wow, I'm really getting some pepper. Are you getting that? No, I'm not noticing that. Maybe it's just in my head. Do we actually have a... Extracts of dark cherry, vanilla, and pepper extract. There it is. Hmm. You must hmm. have a more refined palate than I do. Pure cane sugar, artificial flavors, caramel color, phosphoric acid, sodium benzoate. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good soda. It's a good, like, mellow soda... That's not too strong. Yeah, I've got opinion. another bottle, and I think I'll drink it, but uh, I, don't, I don't know if I, I'd buy, like, a whole case. Yeah, and they, weren't these cases, like, 40 bucks for 12 That was, like, online, including shipping and stuff. Okay. Like, I think the bottles were, like, 2 bucks a pop. Like, it, was, it was typical soda okay. price, like gourmet soda. All right. Well, yeah, uh... It's good. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm excited to drink that. Uh, maybe we should start giving these sodas ratings. Like, Ooh. if you had to rate that soda out of five, where would you put that? I mean... It's a three. 
I think I think I'm gonna go with three and a half. Our reviews are gonna be totally flipped. Like <laughs> you're gonna, I'm gonna be way more like critical of soda than I am of my movies. Gonna I'm gonna go three and a half because of the pepper. It's really unique and uh, very sh- it's very surprising to me. But I'm digging it. Okay, yeah, good. Sorry about dragging on so long there with my daughter, but you know, children. Yeah. Uh, now, before we get into movies, should we briefly talk about? Uh, something that you brought up earlier. Yeah, I was ecstatic. So, for those of you who don't know, Michael and I are pretty strong advocates of the Call of Duty franchise. Yes, and, so and the our, Xbox. Yeah, and the sex box. So it's kind of our thing that we do. Um, we play with our friends on there. Yep. You're welcome but to. Sa- sadly, find us find us. right now, like we're the only people that we know with Xbox Ones, so we play alone a lot. Right. Right, and it's been a while since we've played. Yeah, it has. But I think that this game might change that. Yeah, and there's one thing. So they, they just released the new trailer, and I was pleasantly surprised with the guest star. Yes, so this is Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. And t- tell us, Phil. It's got our boy Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Reminiscent of uh, House of Cards. Very, very, very much so. Similarities, definitely yep. there. Um. I'm excited. I so this is a sledgehammer game. It's the first of the of this new uh, developer developer trying out these Call of Duty. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, spin they put on it. Uh, typically, I'm a big fan of the Treyarch, yep. and uh, not as much of the uh, the uh, Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward. They do they do a good um, good story. They do a good story, but not a really good multiplayer. So agreed. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, so that comes out uh, what, like November, sometime in November. Countdown starting. We'll have a yep. whole episode dedicated to Call of Duty <laughs> in November. Yep, be prepared. If we have, if we even live that long, we might be dead by then. I hope not. Uh, yeah, we yeah. should. Uh, sad note. So moving on from that sad note, I think that it would behoove you as a listener to check out the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Looks pretty awesome. You can also, if you have an Xbox One. Hit Mike or I on the Twitter sphere, and we can uh, set up and play some some ghosts. I'd love to. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah Just hit so us at SmellyCast on Twitter, or Mike at Miwahal, or me at P. Hudson. Or SmellyCast on Facebook. Or SmellyCast.com. Or SmellyCast on Reddit. Or Smelly... We have a Reddit? Not yet, but uh, I have it rever- reserved. Awesome. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so anyway, check it out, and uh, we'd love to we'd love to get together and play some games sometimes. That'd yeah, be that'd be fun. So let's dive into movies. Now, this this week was a little bit unique for me. You've been busy. Yeah, it's finals week. I've been busy. Mm. And it uh, like a mofo. Yeah, I've just been so busy just preparing for this episode that I wasn't able to get out and go see a, uh, new, a, a new release. That was a lie for everyone who's listening. Yeah, it's true. But so I, I thought that we should uh, go back to a movie that Phil, I believe that you truly love. Oh, I love it with my whole heart. And I love as well. And we're talking about the Back to the Future trilogy. I think uh, I think we missed a perfect opportunity for a soundbite there. Oh yeah. Oh, 21 gigawatts. 
<laughs> it's great. So, Mike, I want to hear a little bit about your first like memory of Back to the Future. You know, Back to the Future was one of the few movies that I remember watching growing up. Like, it was one of the ones that was definitely allowed in our home. We we watched it a ton, a ton, and I loved it. So we had the old VHS box set. Yeah. So that was wonderful. And uh, I'm actually kind of surprised that my parents let me watch it. But uh, but they did. And so we watched. I watched it with my siblings, watched it with my parents. We watched it a lot. And uh, so I, I fell in love with uh, the music from the very beginning. Uh, Huey, Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis in the news. Even to the point that he named his son Huey after Huey Lewis. That's right. Great Scott! <laughs> and, uh... This is heavy. Yeah. I did it, I did it without even knowing. <laughs> so, uh... It's grew up watching it a lot. And yeah. so that's why I hold it so dear. And I feel like it's one of the few trilogies that is, like, truly perfection. Yeah, yeah it's like right up there. Three. It's probably right up there with Star Wars for me. Yeah. Like, it really is. Robert Zemeckis, I just could kiss that guy. Yeah. He's my hero. Michael so, J. Fox, love him. Love MJ. The new MJ. Christopher Lloyd, love him. Like, it's just... Biff. Yeah, he's... I'd, I'd hug him. <laughs> I'd give him a hug. So, when I think of, like, movies, watching movies with my family growing up, there are, like, a couple series that really stick out that my dad loved. Hmm. So, there's Back to the Future. Nice. There's Indiana Jones. Terminators. Same, same. Not Terminators for me. Yeah, we watched the Terminators and Rambo. <laughs> but um, as a wee four-year-old, yeah, enjoyed all the Terminators. <laughs> Rambo three was like my favorite movie as a child. <laughs> I wanted to stick fight people and use a bow and arrow and blow stuff up. So, but yeah, I mean, it's great. It's it's wonderful. And you know, looking back at it now, I think being a child of the '80s, you it's interesting to see how the eighties have kind of made a comeback. Like when we were leaving high school and even still today, there's a lot of like eighties culture that's happening. Mm -hmm. And so you go back and you watch back to the future and you can see so many parallels still of things that, that, that people are still bringing out today. Totally. And it's still such a huge hit. I mean, there was a report done that the way the, the studios do their accounting. I think we might've talked about this once hmm. back to the future is still, in the red it still hasn't made its money back what but it's not true oh. but the way they're doing their accounting the studios can still report a loss year over year on that movie wow. for tax breaks yeah wow there's no way like no way that's nuts yep so how much money did it make let's pull up our, our favorite website box office mojo cha-ching where's my should get them to sponsor this. We should. They don't have enough money. They can't afford a new redesign. Uh, it's like Craigslist. Yeah, it's worse. Lifetime. Okay, okay. You give us these numbers. You're the number man. Okay. Uh, Back to the Future Part One. Lifetime gross: two hundred and ten million. Mm. Uh, back to un this is, um, I believe, not including inflation. So Back to the Future Part 2, 118 million. Back to the Future Part 3, 87 million. Wow. I'm surprised that it just went steadily down. Yeah, so let's let's get some uh, let's, let's get, get some, some numbers budgets, here. Man. Budget for the first one on a 210 million dollar domestic gross. 
Oh, it okay. on a nineteen million dollar budget. Holy crap! Yeah, you yeah. can't even make a movie these days with nineteen million. Worldwide, it made three hundred and eighty-one million. Nice. And wow. Yeah, let's see. Opening weekend, it made eleven million. Yeah, it made its money back opening weekend. Wow. Wow. Okay. So let's take a look at Back to the Future Two. So Back to the Future Two, forty million dollar budget. So they definitely bumped it up. Domestic total gross one hundred eighteen million, and it worldwide made three hundred thirty one million. Opening weekend twenty seven. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And part three. Forty million dollar budget again. Domestic gross eighty seven million. Worldwide two hundred and forty four million. Hmm. And opening weekend, nineteen million. So was the worldwide more for three than oh no it wasn't. It really was just steadily down. Yeah. Huh. Well and I it's hard because I honestly think that uh, Back to the Future Part One and Part Two are probably probably about equal for me. Like as far as like film quality, story quality. Three is still fantastic, and I love it, but... Yeah. Uh, I think the iconic, like, iconic things in pop culture, one and two have the most. One... Definitely. One, you know, that 80s, like, wearing the life preserver, as they say, and wearing his vest. And then two, you've got the hoverboard, and you also have the auto-lacing sneakers. Yeah. Which are rumored to come out next year. That would... I just want to buy them. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen, there was a viral video that just went around, and it was a, it blew... A lot of people surprisingly thought it was real. I, I didn't for a second, but it was the... I, the I, I, I believed it for a little bit. No, you didn't. For a little bit. No, you didn't. For a little bit. I was you like, can, this Watch is... their shirts. You can see the wires pulling up on their shirts and their, on their back. Didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's awesome. It's got Tony Hawk and like a bunch of other people. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd showing up in a in a DeLorean. Now, Mike, isn't there someone in your neighborhood with a DeLorean? There is my old, old, way old uh, church pastor, <laughs> Pastor College. He uh, he has one, and he has. You're used to. I mean, this was probably. Oh gosh, this is probably like. 15 16 years ago that i saw it and uh, i just was in awe and i've tried to just not think about it because a part of me feels like that's something i just want to own sometime in my life right so i've started out small with uh, the lego delorean set of course <laughs> and so uh, and we'll and we'll take it up from there because the lego one just sits on my desk at work and i look at it every day and i smile to myself and think oh Back to the Future. So good. That's great. I think um, at one point, I haven't looked in a while, but the DeLorean website, when you were if you were building out a yes, custom model. Yes, still there. You can put in a flux capacitor. Yes. So and it would come up with a part number and everything. Yep. Very cool. Super cool. So um, what would you say is... So what, I mean, what would you say has made Back to the Future... So loved for us. Like, what is that that extra X factor that makes it 
just outstanding to you? Um, as a child or as, a, as or like let's now? Just let's go both. Let's just riff on okay. it. As a child, I think that it was both parts. Like, I don't know. It's like that was like the days of Happy Days. We're still on. Mm-hmm. Um, American Graffiti had just come <laughs> out. Great, you Steve. know. So, like when we look at like those, the greaser like era was still huge. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's enough of that mixed with enough of like modern eighties awesome, mixed with, um, what is it? Um, with a little bit of risque, like it was a little mature for yeah, me as a child. That's true. Like looking back at it now, there's stuff I didn't even realize was in it. Or like comments and oh things. totally yeah but it was it made you feel like you could love that thing so and when i've studied screenwriting they talk about this and they talk about how um when you're in high school you don't want to watch movies about high schoolers you want to watch movies about college kids and when you're in college you don't want to watch movies about college kids you want to watch movies about adults huh and i think as kids that was awesome i think the other thing for me at least and i don't know where you were but um you know Teen Wolf had just come out. I didn't ever love Teen Loved Wolf. Loved Teen Wolf. I only Loved liked Teen it. Wolf. I didn't love it. So Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf, which actually came out before uh, Back to the Future. I think the reason why I didn't love it was because I honestly did not watch it until... It was at uh, my house. Yeah. It, yeah. it was like after high school. <laughs> it was like four years ago, I think. Yeah. We all got so to watch it. I was definitely, like, my expectations were really high, and I was just so disappointed. It's so bad. It really is not good. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think it was so much, like, I loved the, the aspect of the technology, especially in Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. You know, having things like, the the rain calculated down to like the second you know and um having the hoverboards the pizza that you could cook from like a little pouch Domino's. yes yes the the hydrator or whatever it was yeah but even like the house you know like multiple tvs multiple channels things like that fruit coming down from the ceiling and like your tv was artwork until you until you wanted it to show a show or something. I just thought that all of that stuff was really cool. Um, and then also the DeLorean too, you know, the fact that it evolved through all three of the films, I guess evolved and then devolved um, and then evolved again. Um, but yeah, just, I think that that's, it captured a lot of, of uh, mystery for me and a lot of allure and, I was, you know, really into computers and <laughs> yeah. So it was exciting. <clears throat> I also always felt like Marty McFly was like the coolest guy I could think of. Like right. if there was anybody in this world that I wanted to become, it was him. It was Marty McFly. I wanted to like play the guitar and skateboard around and like hitch rides on the back of people's cars <laughs> and have, be friends with like a crazy doc. You know? Like yeah. I just wanted that. And, uh, like I figured that he was like what I strived to become and I've failed miserably. I'm not friends with any old people. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's iconic in just so many ways. And I bought the, when they came out with the box set for Blu-ray, I Mm -hmm. bought it like immediately and I watched it and I watched all the special features. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like they originally 
uh, we can get into some of those details in a second, but it's just, I don't know. It just really is like when I think of the eighties, that's what I think about. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about any of the stuff that you learned on the special features? Yeah, just, uh, well, a couple things. Like, for example, they originally shot it with a completely different actor. Yeah. And they couldn't get Michael J. Fox. Um, they couldn't get him because he was on Teen Wolf. And then um, they shot most of it with this other actor. And they have the shots. And it's, like, eerie because you look at the shots. And, like, for example, him in the diner in the 1950s. And it, like, the guy moves back. And it's not Michael J. Fox. <laughs> it's, like, another guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, but he was in he was in Caprica. He was the oh yeah yeah he was in Caprica, and it's like yeah it's 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 interesting that they filmed a bunch and then they had to go back and ask for permission to do reshoots and it almost like made them cancel the movie. Mm-hmm. But then they did and they got Michael J. Fox who was free at the time and he just killed it, and it worked obviously. I think it's yep. crazy that they had all the all the same sets because you look at like the the footage that they did have and like they got the exact same stuff. Like it was yeah, still when around they, when they did the second one. Um, it was crazy. I didn't realize this, but they had to reshoot everything in the second one. They didn't, that was all redone. So completely, it, completely. And none of that. that, none of that was footage from the first one. And they invented the camera system that's still used today where Whoa. you could, it was basically time on a track specifically so that you could get the exact same speed and movement. Right. Um, that was invented for the second one. That's cool. Uh, the mom, the actress that plays the... No, not the mom. It's Marty's girlfriend. The actress who plays Marty's girlfriend is different in the second one. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I th- want to say she decided that she needed to be... I, th- I can't remember whether something happened where she had to like raise her brothers and sisters or she decided that she needed to step away from Hollywood. Probably the biggest mistake she ever made. Yeah. Family, f that. Stupid. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so yeah, I mean that was cool. They had a physicist on talking about the um, time travel aspects of it. And they talk <sighs> I didn't about. Think how I watched that. They they talk about how it's still like one of the most sound time travel films of all time. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Which is crazy. I don't know if I would have thought that. Yeah. So anyway, that's cool. So. Let's let's give a review for each one individually. Okay. So let's start with number one. For me, I feel like it truly is perfection. And it's five. a five out of five for me. Five out of five for me as well. Okay. Yep. Two. I also, this is the rarest thing, for a sequel, I yep. feel like it is also perfection and I give it a five out of five. Five out of five. Okay. I agree. Three. I love. I love three as well. I but. want to give it a five out of five just because of how much I grew up with it and loved it, but I can't. Nope, me either. So I'm going to go four and a half out of five on part three. I'm going to go with a four. Okay. I think it's totally deserved. The third one is awesome. Like we don't really, we didn't really talk much about the third one, but it's great. Um, I love the Old West, and it's awesome because Emmett Brown loves the Old West, and it's got the whole Jules Verne mm-hmm. like features. 
but some of the things are in there like frisbee like the pipe tin that he throws is a frisbee um, the hoedown. The hoedown is awesome with ZZ Top playing. The hoedown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. And like, I, I don't know. So much of it is awesome. Like, Emmett, can't, Emmett Brown can't even drink like one sip of scotch without passing out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, so out. So, <laughs> what, so, what for you? Maybe I'll go first. But my question is what for you makes it not a five out of five? For me, I think it's that. I feel like they took a step back, like a step backwards, literally in time. But also I feel like it wasn't like up to the same par as the first two. And part of that might've been the time frame, like going back to the past. Like if they would have gone further in the future, maybe that would have been totally different. Maybe that would have made it better. I don't know. But um, I also felt like it switched and our focus was then on Emmett Brown instead of Marty McFly. Yeah. And I liked the focus, I think, on Marty. And I think that that might have made a difference too for me. I would have, because I, I built up so much of, and I had a love for for Doc, but I feel like I had more of a love for Marty. Right, right. I think that's a good, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, I will say that it was awesome at the end of the second one when the DeLorean gets hit by lightning and he's like sitting there freaking out and then the car pulls up. Yeah. Like that was awesome. But one thing I hate still to this day is the stupid preview they put at the end of the trailers. And it's still on the Blu-rays. What the previews preview? for the third one. Oh, yeah. It's so annoying. I yeah. hate it. I really hate it. I still hate it to this day. Um, I don't think I hate it. Like, that would have, like, driven me insane if I would have seen that in theaters. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You probably would have been freaking out. I would have been freaking out. I would have been like, what? There's going to be more? It's like, the time, it's like the time we were there for like the James Bond Quantum of Solace like midnight showing and they showed the sneak trailer for Star Trek and you and I were the only people who freaked out in the whole theater. Yeah. Well, so here's another thing. Maybe I feel like part one and part two were planned. And maybe I feel like part three was only made because of the money. Right. Where, where I feel like a lot of films today like – Yes, they, they plan sequels and things, but it really comes down to the money. And that's because they know it's going to be a smash hit. They don't like build the story specifically for this next big twist. Like they like I feel like they did with Back to the Future and Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. But then maybe 3, I feel like maybe it just kind of feels slapped on top. Like, right. oh, let's do another one. What else can we do? We've already gone to the future. Let's go to the past. Right. I think... I don't know. I'm looking at it like a lot of it's iconic. And a lot of it I still love like them at the drive through theater and him mm-hmm. wearing like the cowboy apparel of the day because the 50s was like the heyday of the Western. <laughs> and it's just like completely idiotic. Yeah. Um, the great line. Manure. I hate manure. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And they definitely tied them well together. But for some reason, I guess that's what I'd say. I'd feel like the third part three is kind of like. Just it was just on. for the money. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't, but I don't know. But it feels that way. I think... It just doesn't feel as genuine as the first two. Okay, I just remembered another thing from the special features, which I'll talk about in a second. It's about Doc Brown. Don't let me forget. But um, I don't know. I loved it. I loved the Clint Eastwood because he was like the king of the 80s. Like all of the tie-ins were awesome. Yeah. But it's... 
not and Calvin as, Klein and it's not as one. entailed like there's not as much involvement in it like the second one was so intense because there's all this stuff happening from the first one and at the same time there's all this stuff happening at the same time yeah. and it's like super crazy because now he's not only trying to hide from himself from his like you know like parents as kids he's also trying to hide from himself and we're seeing this happen and we just get to see more so so do you think that if they would have gone back to the future again in part three and he would have had we would have had three layers of that intertwining would that have been too much i don't think that that would even work today let alone in the 80s it'd be hard insane i also don't think that they could have gone further into the future because look how much they got wrong it's true. You know, like they even said on the special features, like we know there wasn't going to be flying cars, but we had to do something. But I love that they made fun of their own things like Jaws 18. Like, <laughs> yep. You know, like, so I don't know. Like, it's great. I love the tie-ins. It's just, it just doesn't have the the sex appeal that I would expect. I yeah, guess, yeah. Okay. But it's good. Agree. So, so tell so, me about your special feature. Yeah. So one thing that they were talking about was um, Christopher Lloyd. He's a theater actor originally. And they talked about how things were crazy and they were always like never a lot of times they had to just like change up and like shoot things that they weren't playing that day hmm. they talked about how cool it was to work with christopher lloyd because he'd like memorize all of his lines just for the whole for thing. the whole script not just that day but the whole everything script. he knew it all so he could just like perform cool yeah and so i mean it really made me appreciate christopher lloyd even more he's already one of my favorite actors because of that but mm-hmm. because of, of being doc brown but even more so because of the talent that he has that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I think it's that's enough on movies. Wow. I think it so. took a lot of time. I think so. It was so good. If you Maybe haven't we'll, seen Back to the Future, go check it out. We should do like a little like uh, Back to the Future like series right out of the theater for that day. <sighs> that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be cool. Marathon. Yeah. That'd um, be fun. So, uh, great. Well, let's let's transition over to some of our favorite things. To, to wrap this up, we only have a few minutes here, but yeah. I actually have four of my four favorite things today. Oh, let's the hear. All, I want to hear all four of yours. Okay, let's power through them. So, uh, one of them. I don't know if you've had this soda, but it's New Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah, and it's one of mine. Taco Bell. It's one of mine. It's my number one. Okay, well then we can share it. Baja, Baja Blast. Blast. It is really tasty. Yeah. So I went to Taco Bell a couple weeks ago when I like I finally was sick of hearing about it. And I was, and I drove up to the window. I'm like, "Hi, I just would like a large Baja Blast Mountain Dew." And they're like, "A what?" And they didn't have it. And so I was like, "What? You're supposed to have this?" That's offensive. Okay, I'll just take six Dorito tacos, Doritos Locos tacos. I'll just take a Taco Twelve pack <laughs> instead of a, instead of a 32 ounce Mountain Dew. And uh, so, so then I was at the the grocery store, and right by the register, I see a 12 pack of cans. Baja Blast. Yep. Totally grabbed that sucker, bought it, got got in the car, cracked one open. I was like, ooh, this is a winner. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sad it's only a limited time, but I'm hoping that if we can push them, if enough people buy it, they'll keep it out. They kept Game Fuel out, which I don't think is that good. And Livewire. Yeah, love Livewire, actually, still. I'm a fan. Okay, so... Uh, Okay. My second or my yeah, my second favorite thing is this new app that I have on my phone and uh it's it's a little two dollar app and it's actually surprisingly fun. It's called Bebot. And uh let me give you a little sampling. It gives you computer sounds. So you can just tap on it and drag your finger. 
It's multi-touch. So you can have multiple touches. But if you just are looking for some computer sounds. Can we have like whole conversations? Can we do a whole podcast computer sounds? Perfect. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Alright, I'm sure everyone's annoyed at this point. <laughs> it's so great. I've been annoying my wife with it and now my kids love it too. It's got this cute little robot guy that like sings to you. It's the best. That's great. Uh, so that's that's a new app that I'm digging on. It's cool. like one ninety nine in the App Store. <laughs> my uh, third favorite thing is uh, there's been this show that has come back, and it is called The Ali G Show Resurrection. <laughs> you talked about it on an episode, but tell me about it. So I've now watched the entire first season. They basically take the old The Ali G Show, show a bunch of clips with a few little intros from uh, Ali G. And he just is up to date talking about how much he didn't know back then and his Julie and all this. It's the best. It's just so (laughs) funny. I literally watched all of them this weekend while my wife was gone and I couldn't stop laughing just by myself in my bedroom, just chuckling. (laughs) So good. Now, uh, my last thing we, when we got back from Disneyland, I don't know if I talked about this, but when we got back from Disneyland, my wife had a surprise for me. She had bought me a piano. Oh, now, I saw people, this on the Facebook For people that don't know, I played the piano probably 15 years ago. Like, I stopped playing the piano like my sophomore or junior year of high school. Literally haven't touched it since. So my wife saw a video of me playing the piano, and she... And she was just blown away because I had never played. I just literally can't play anymore. And so uh, she bought me this great Samick piano. I've fallen in love with it all over again. And I've been playing it every day when I get home from work. And it's how I decompress. And uh, it's one of my favorite things. And I feel like it's a new challenge to kind of bring that skill back and to grow it again. And That's actually one of my goals. I want to get to a point where I can play Ben Folds. Super easy. Be happy to teach you. Okay. Not Ben Folds, but playing the, the piano. piano. Yeah, Ben Folds is insane. Cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Those are my favorite things. Nice. What are yours, Phil? Yeah. So Baja Blast is gone already. I'm so excited about that. Yes. Um, number two is also a food item. I have recently become addicted to Sonic. Hmm. They have a peanut butter caramel shake. Oh my goodness. Peanut butter caramel pie. Pie? Shake. So good. Like, I could just drink gallons of this stuff if I could. Bathe in it. So good. So bad for you, but so tasty. If you just want to, like... Sounds wonderful. If you just want to feel happy in your mouth. In your whole body. Oh, that. Okay. (laughs) Good to know. Sonic peanut butter caramel pie shake. Yes. And after 8 o'clock, I think they're half price. Oh, so I might go get one right now. Yeah, go get one. All right, um, my number three. Did you see the new Xbox update? No. There's a new update that came out. They've changed the policies in terms of service. Yes. It's Xbox Gold. Yes. You no longer need a Gold account to watch Netflix or YouTube. So what am I paying for, man? Right? Oh, wait. Multiplayer. Yeah. 
So, awesome. And I think it's about time. And, you know, from a marketing perspective, I think it's stupid that they haven't done it before because most Blu-ray players or smart TVs give you Netflix or YouTube for free. Totally true. But, you know, I, I think it's good to see that Xbox is now doing this. They also now have a version of the Sexbox One uh, for $399. That comes without the Kinect. Yep, and they dropped the requirements for Kinect. So you don't have to have it. That's awesome. That's cool, too. Especially for me. I don't use the Kinect. I don't even have it plugged in. Still, still wrapped up. That's how I turn it on. That's how I like interact and move through my... It's their fault for not everything. giving me an extension cable. That's true. But yeah, so check it out. If you want an Xbox One, now's a great time to go get one. And um, yeah, I'll I was probably really drop happy. another 50 bucks around Christmas time. True. But I was really happy to see that. And I have one, one last thing I want to add in here that you reminded me of. The thing that I powered through during my finals week, just had it on in the background, Bob's Burgers. How is that? It is great. Okay, so I so, watched the first episode. When it okay. first came out, wasn't impressed. No, it gets so much better because I'm a huge fan of writing when it plays off of each other. Every episode plays into the next episode. Oh. Running jokes. And the, like you can tell the writers spent time to write the whole first season before they start doing it, which is obviously easier with animation. But there are running jokes. Not only that, there's only one female, like, cast member. They're they're all men, except for one. Oh. And it's the, it's the, I can't remember her name right now, but she is the, the groupie from uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh, yeah, what's her name? She's awesome. I'm going to look it up right now. She's ugly. Yeah. (laughs) But it's great. She plays Louise. So it's Bob, which is H. John Benjamin, who's honestly one of my favorite voice actors now. He also Don't does know Archer. Who he, is. he plays oh. Archer. He's also on Dimitri Martin. Um, hmm. Yeah, he sounds right up your alley. He's got this great, great voice. Um, then their uh, guy plays the mom, and she's got this whiny, like, hey! <laughs> I can't even do it justice. Oh, boy. But it's great. Um, and then. There's, uh, uh, like, it's all basically guys. So Kristen Schaal hmm. plays Louise. But Louise play- is a, she's my favorite character. She's, like, nine, and she's all oh. about money, and she's, like, borderline sociopath. Oh, boy. It's, it's <laughs> so great. And she wears bunny ears, like, on her right. head. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. So okay. definitely worth it. Definitely something you can put on in the background. It's been nominated for two Emmys. Really? I mean, I'm really sad that I didn't find out about it till just barely, but it it's been totally, totally just bust my gut laughing. Is it uh, is it available on a streaming service? Netflix. You can watch three seasons of it on Netflix, and I think they just finished the fourth season. Oh, it nice! Just so very cool. Yeah, so great. Cool. So those are my things. Those are some great favorite things. I'm still shocked that we're able to come up with these every week. <laughs> like know. new new favorite things. It's I impressive. Know. It really is. Well, that's the end of episode 14. Hopefully everyone liked it. I hope so. I don't I'm debating what to title this episode. Do I title it Mac Fuddy and Back, back to, to the, the Future or back that's to the Baja, pretty long. Back to the Baja Blast. Back to the Baja Blast. I like that. Let's do it. Okay. Thank you, Smelly Bellies. We love, love you guys. Let's get a little clap going for you guys because we just... You guys are the best. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> so, so embarrassing. Well, uh, so we won't be hearing from you 
will we be hearing from you next week or are you gonna be moving no i'm moving friday i'm already oh, half nice. packed so well next week uh you can stay tuned for a review of godzilla Gojira. i'm watching it tomorrow at 10 30 at night oh very exciting it's the early release seven o'clock you guys won't hear this until after suckers Okay, see you, smelly bellies.